This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. 2.6 seconds. 131-128. Siakam, they inbound, and that's the ball game. The Toronto Raptors break an eight-game losing streak to the Golden State Warriors. First win over Golden State since 2014. Toronto wins in overtime. It's a final 131-128. Great job by Paul Jones and Sherman Hamilton on the call. I am exhausted. It is time to get our second win and time for you to get involved after the Raptors survive a Kevin Durant onslaught. 51 points for KD, including a dagger at the end of regulation. Took him in a little bit longer, but the Raptors get there. Win number 19 of the season. They beat the Warriors 131-128. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball and the postgame show. Gareth Wheeler and Dwayne Watson with you inside the Scotiabank Arena. The phone lines will be open as soon as we hear... The head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, say is parting shots after tonight's performance. And you can get at us in the meantime at Wheeler TSN and at Dwayne Watson. Look, it wasn't pretty at times. I think we got a little bit of everything tonight because that yeah. was extraordinarily entertaining. Like a Thursday night special. What a performance put on here at the Scotiabank Arena. But we saw the great Toronto Raptors the good Toronto Raptors, the frustrating Toronto Raptors, and one special performance by an all-time player. You're right. I think in the pregame show you said start your weekend early, and this was a great way to start <laughs> it. I mean, you got an overtime thrower with, you know, the champs and the best team in the league, and you're right. It was, you know, from the first quarter to the fourth quarter were two distinctly different ball games. Um, obviously the heavyweight slugfest between Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant, who, you know, really carried this team. But, you know, the resilience of the champions to kind of get in the game and the Raptors still find their way. Turnovers were a big part of the game tonight, obviously. The offense was big, but you had 15 turnovers aside. The Warriors gave up 26 points off those turnovers, and a lot of them you saw down the stretch of the game, which went to the Raptors' Raptors victory. The bottom line, it wasn't pretty down the stretch of the game, but the Raptors did enough to put the Warriors in a position where they need to make a big shot to send it to overtime. Raptors teams of past years would have found a way to capitulate and not win this ballgame. Yeah. Tonight, like we saw it, game one, uh, the second round of the playoffs against the Cleveland Cavaliers, have a healthy lead and let a team with a star player back in it inch by inch. Tonight, they gave a little bit, but they didn't succumb. They didn't roll over, and they found a way to win, and that's what good teams do. Without question, you know, we talked about this in terms of Kawhi. It's like this team is still finding out how they're playing together. I mean, we have possessions where Kawhi's got the ball, and you and I have talked about we feel he has the ball a little too long, a little too much dribbling. That's this is early in the season. We're a quarter way through the season. So they're going to figure out how to be more efficient and more effective down the stretch in those ways where they can incorporate more people. And you're right. This team kind of found ways to fold under pressure, and they didn't tonight, and they're only going to get better. Like the bench, aside from JV, wasn't that strong. There's a lot of things we could look at that weren't really working in their favor, but this is why they say the game doesn't mean as much because there's, this is going to be a different team comes June. When the team was struggling through stretches late in that ball game and in overtime, who was there? The two new Toronto Raptors, Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, just absolute pros, players that can step up. They hit back-to-back buckets when it was uh, 119-114, I believe, and uh, 
or, sorry, that was a little bit earlier on when the Raptors went on that 8-0 run to right. extend that two-point lead and really put the pressure on the Warriors. It was Leonard and Green back-to-back, and that's what you get from those guys. And those are two elements that the team missed in previous years. Yeah, and I think those kind of performances from guys who have been there are key. And, and not that Kyle's not a guy who shies away from the moment, but, but there was a moment down the stretch of the game in, he in the did fourth quarter away, yeah. where he it was five seconds left. He took one dribble in and then passed the ball off uh, to Ibaka or Sayaka. Basically, he had Ibaka, the shot. Yeah, he, he had, had the, the shot, and he passed it up. And Kyle Lowry, you have to take those shots. And it's not something that I think I have to say often, but those are opportunities where you have to take the shots because that, that possession kind of turns the tide of the game. Right. Um, Kevin Durant was just awesome on, on this night. Like, no matter how you feel right now as a Raptors fan, of course you're happy you came out, came out with the W. You just see on the level that you're going to have to be if they're coming back in here in June with Steph Curry and Draymond Green, part of that crew, and that Kevin Durant's playing, that shows you the level that you need to get to. Without question. I mean, you made a valid point. I mean, in the playoffs, Kevin Durant's not going to score 50, but he has the ability to do that. But he's playing with other guys who command just the same amount of defensive attention and also will find a ways to get him the ball. And this team is, for as much as this team has struggled and had adversity and had injuries, uh, when they're healthy, they are the team that everyone says the beginning of the season is going to win the championship. That shot, when he, when he hit it with about six seconds to go in regulation, he was basically dribbling towards the inside of the court. And, and they were down three. You're like, what is he doing? And Kawhi was all over him. Yeah. Runs out to the corner with the ball and ends up hitting a three in Kawhi's eye. Like, there's nothing that Kawhi Leonard could have done. Yeah. It's just a seven-foot beast just shooting over you know, a, a very good defensive player. You, sometimes you just got to tip your cap, and that was one of those moments. Yeah, a step back to end all step backs, and I think that's the thing with Kevin Durant. Offensively, you know, I said, you know, he's the most proficient offensive player in the league, and his, the way he can create his own shot, shooting over guys. We saw there was a switch where he got switched on to Kyle Lowry, and then, of course, he took advantage of the height of it, and he shot right over him. Right. Uh, it's just 51 on the night, and – Look, I, I, I'm not sure if you could have done anything more in that moment. Uh, KD got some calls on the night, but that was just a special performance. And Drake asked him for his jersey after the game's done, and he goes home with a KD Golden State Warriors jersey. It just shows you that, you know, you know, Drake's but, our guy. Drake's yeah. our guy. Raptors first, but likes a little likes to dabble in his. Well, KD they're, they're, and they're buddies, though. They're I know, buddies. I, I, I know, I know. Yeah, just taking a jersey home. But there was some good banter on the night, and the, the intensity in this building. I thought it was like a slow burn, but yeah. it got there by the end of the game. Yeah, and it was an emotional night. I think for everyone in this building. Yeah, I think, and that's you know, it took a while to get there. I mean. You know, it's almost like the fans bought to the guys saying this game doesn't mean as much, not a special game, but near the end of the game, it felt like a playoff game. The whole arena was on their feet. And you had some tense moments where this team found ways to dig down. And, like, you know, there was there was a swipe that Kawhi made where they didn't, no one got the ball and it led to a foul, but they were aggressive defensively. Yes. They, were, they were, you know, not letting these guys get Lowry easy with looks. The big steal Lowry made. got the steal. So they were active defensively. That's the key. And I think as much as this game was an offensive, you know, showdown. These guys still found ways to dig down and distract, make, make efforts defensively. Starters played heavy minutes, Dwayne. No bench player played more than 60 minutes. It was basically the starting five. Leonard played 44, Siakam 42, Abaka 37, Green 39, and Lowry 41. And as much as you want to lean on your starters, the Raptors in a game like this against a team with very little depth, their bench has to provide more. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it. It's not a great grade for the bench tonight because you're right. 
the, the, the Warriors are depleted, and their thin bench as it is. You have a Raptors team with a deep bench, and they didn't give you enough production, and you, want, you don't want these guys. I think Pascal had a corner three at the, down the stretch, and I think he just didn't have the legs to knock that shot down. He hit them all before, and when you're relying on these guys so much, you have to get moments of spurts where the second unit can come in and kind of even just maintain that pace. And they didn't get it tonight. They got the win, but like I say, there's a lot of things this team can work to build towards to be on a level where they can really rival a team like Gold So State. much so that Danny Green, in his post-game conversation with Paul Jones and Sherman Hamilton, had to take a seat. Yeah. Like, he was gassed. Yeah, he sat down the whole time. He, I need a break. I'm, I'm t- not trying to turn my back to you, but I need to sit and, down. And you, cut, and they, you, could, you could kind of see them lose their sea legs a little bit as yeah. the game went on. So yeah. what needs to be reminded or reiterated is it's a process here working out. And this was far from a perfect picture. Like, look, I don't think the Raptors can play much better than they played in the first quarter. But the rest of the game, you know, even in the third quarter, you were up double-digit points and you couldn't put them away. And you just got that sense the longer that the Golden State Warriors hung around. The Golden State Warriors went on a run with KD on the bench to start the fourth quarter. And that's when you started thinking, "Uh uh-oh, trouble's coming that was concerning for me especially because yeah the guy who's doing it all offensively isn't on the floor and i think you know i don't think i think raptors fans are pleased with the win but i don't think anyone's dancing in the streets over this victory saying we'd be the champs because they know that they grinded it out and they really kind of could have done better taking care of it but i think the positive is like there's more stuff that has to come to play for the team to play better yeah no kidding this is not the ceiling we're still awaiting nick nurse uh it's just about ready him and his Bright blue jacket yeah. on Sager Strong Night. Very Remember flashy. the late Craig Sager supporting the V Foundation. Let's go down. To, are we ready to go down to Nick Nurse? We're ready to go down to hear from Nick Nurse now. Presented us with, um, you know, a, a bunch of issues to deal with. And, um, you know, we're going to have to learn how to do some of them better. Uh, both sides of the ball, really. Uh, you know, I, I was proud of them, though. I think that when team gets kind of drug into overtime like that on some tough shots or whatever, it's it's a lot of times that team will feel sorry for themselves and not come out and play and we didn't we came out and went you know scored 4-0 on them and <clears throat> you know that's what I told them in the locker room I was proud of them for that to 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 kind of take the emotional punch there in the gut and take a few deep breaths in the end of the game and go back out there and play the overtime the way they did where do, you, I mean, where do you see Siakam's confidence right now? I mean, the way he was taking the threes. I mean, he just looks like. Yeah, I know he's he's, he's yeah he's getting better and he's he's you know again we're we're hoping and we think he's going to be a complete player, right? Like a guy that can can post, a guy that can score in transition, a guy that can play some screen and roll, set some screen and rolls, and, and knock down kick out threes. That's what we're aiming for, and also play the other side of the ball very well with a lot of energy. So I think his confidence is very high. It just, I think it just keeps inching along. You have, you know, maybe the best perimeter defender in the world, and Durant still scores 51. I mean, what do you do about that? It's bad coaching, man. I don't know why it's bad coaching. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't plan on giving him 51 tonight. He, he gave it to us. He was unbelievable. He's done that before here, though. Remember that, remember that time with OKC when he hit those three threes in like 30 seconds, and that one went into overtime too. But I don't think we survived it. I, if I remember. My memory, as you know, is not very good. <laughs> For Kawhi offensively, is that the most complete game you've seen from him so far? Seemed, seemed a little bit more um, pep in his step, right? I thought there was a little bit more elevation on some of those pull-up jumpers. That there was, you know, he'd been short on some of those and kind of flat-footed, I thought. Um, 
but he didn't right from the beginning. He looked like he had a little bit more juice going tonight. And I, you know, I think again, rust, rust. Still thought it was some rust coming. You know, like I, I've said three or four times in there, like some of these nine for twenty twos are going to turn into sixteen for twenty twos here pretty soon. It looks like to me. And and uh, I don't know what his numbers were tonight, but I, I just felt like he had a better, better game. And you know what? He should have had about six more assists because he kicked a bunch of them out. And we didn't make a darn one of them in the second half. And Danny made one, right? But I, I mean, he was he was getting us. We were getting look after look after look after look because they were sending everybody at him, and we didn't make enough of them. But we will, we will. Why with the bench? Good, good. I mean, I mean, like it's it's again. I've done this a couple games in a row now. And I'm leaning towards this a little bit of starting in the second and fourth quarters. And again, it's not easy because it's not like we practice ever. So it's this is their practice, right? So they've got to get used to it. And, and I, you know, I'm telling Fred and Delon, I'm saying, listen, just because Kawhi's out there, we got to keep running through our open stuff and triggers and let it happen a little bit. Don't don't start throwing him the ball and going and standing, right? And I thought Delon made a couple big shots. Freddie didn't find much tonight. Um, but it's a work in progress, man. Long way to go with that stuff. That last play regulation, would you have preferred Kawhi to foul once Kevin came inside the three-point line, or do you just trust him because he's Kawhi? Uh, a little early maybe to foul. But considering you made it, I wish he would have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's a little early. I was, I was thinking it, it's almost impossible to do it on the fly like that, 14 seconds, and a guy's racing up the floor. I mean, Kawhi, hey, Kawhi. You know, following places going crazy. I mean, it's going to have to be his read. And I thought he, he probably felt like he had him. He drove him into the corner, had him completely locked up, and somehow the guy squeezed the shot off and hit it right in the center. You said it was a little early to foul, and obviously the situation was a bit chaotic. But in general, how much does Kevin having the ball just change that calculus? Well, it was going through my head a little bit. It was even going through my head up six. Right? We're up six, and I was thinking – you know, we, we ought to just follow them and see if, see, see if they two at a time and at least make this three, you know, three possessions. Um, so I was thinking about it. Maybe I'll do that sometime coming up. Thanks, everyone. Yep. There you have it. Nick Nurse after the 131-128 victory came into the press conference room without his bright blue jacket said that the rental was done he had to get it back it's like cinderella when the clock strikes midnight his chariot turns into a pumpkin so he's just back to regular, oh, regular old nick. nick nurse gareth wheeler Dwayne watson with you anything stand out from nick nurse right there Dwayne? well regular nick nurse is still the league leading best coach nick nurse so i'll take that any day of the week um interesting the conversation about fouling down the stretch I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm a purist, but I'm not a fan of uh, fouling uh, down in those situations. But also, more importantly, there's a player like Kawhi Leonard on the floor who is like a lockdown defender, a guy you want in those situations to cover up. So I think that's you trust in your players. I mean, KD made a tough, tough shot down the stretch, but you know, if if Kawhi challenges, like that's what we brought him here for. So I think you let it play out. I think it's also tough to make that call in that situation where where the game is moving like that to make the call at the right time. But um, I think you trust in your players. This team knows how to make the rotation defensively. We've seen that. They've executed. And I think that's. I think that was the right play. KD just made a tough shot, and he made more than a few of them tonight. I, I love how Nurse says, it's bad coaching. <laughs> the play <laughs> wasn't to give up 51. But sometimes you just can't let the other players beat you. Like, look, Clay Thompson, uh, tonight, uh, he went cold late, but 23 points. 
Every time you let go of the ball, it looks like it's going to the bottom of the hoop. Yep. Like, that jump shot is so sweet, but it was kind of like him and a little bit too much from Jonas Jerebko. He had 20 points. That's... It was like those secondary players when KD wasn't booking, then some other players were, and that's where the other Raptors players exactly. need to do a little bit better, especially the bench. Like, Valanciunas struggled and Anobi struggled. Van Vliet came off, came off an 18-point performance. He didn't get nothing, no points on the night. C.J. Miles is being sent to the abyss, and DeLon Wright's still trying to get it going. So, like, when you're not getting anything from your bench and secondary scorers, you're just asking a lot for your starters, and thankfully your starters were able to dig deep and find enough. Oh, for sure. I mean, we didn't expect KD to go to for 50 points, but you know that him and Clay Thompson were going to carry the offense away for this team. But you can't let the other guys get going on the, on the Warriors, and, Jonas Jarepko, 20 points and 9 rebounds. That's a lot for a guy who is a role player on this team. So when he does that, that makes it it's more glaring that your bench is not able to, to, to match that. Uh, but one stat definitely want to look at, um, you look at the second chance points and it's 18 to 13 in favor of Golden State Warriors. But you look at offensive rebounds and we're 17 for the Warriors to 7. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a real problem yep. on, on the night for the Raptors. So, look. It was far from perfection, but I said this. When, when it came to the Raptors tonight, it was all going to be about how. And I think that there's, a, there's still going to be a sentim, uh, sentiment that the only team in the NBA that can beat the Golden State Warriors is the Golden State Warriors. Nick Friedel, who joined us from ESPN, covers the Warriors, joined us in the pregame. He tweeted that after the game was done. Because he's looking at this, okay, no Draymond, no Steph, and still this Warriors team took the Raptors to overtime. Is that a fair comment? Yeah, I think it is. Um, <laughs> 51 points from the guy, like Kevin Durant basically single-handedly made this a ball game. Right. That's a lot of points, I mean. But like, like I said, I mean, he's, he dropped 40 the other night. I said this guy can only be hoped to be contained, but you can't let... 20 points come from the Jones Replica. Okay, so, so as you're driving home from the Scotiabank Arena right now or you're listening to this post-game show, the phone lines are open at 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. After watching tonight, what do the Raptors need to do to close that gap? Are you buying that the only team when all said and done that can beat the Golden State Warriors is the Golden State Warriors, and how close do you believe your Raptors team is? Look, we're still in November. We're on the cusp of December. Still a lot of hoops to play, but by the based upon what you saw tonight, what needs to improve? What needs to get better? What did you like, and how close are the Raptors to the level of the Golden State Warriors? 416-870-1050, 1-855-591-6876, at WheelerTSN, at... Dwayne Watson will also go inside the Raptors locker room. All that coming up. We're taking you all the way up till midnight Eastern time. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. It's cross court. Open three. Danny Green. Good. Down the bottom of the well for Danny Green. 126-123 Toronto. That is the good sound effect inside the Scotiabank Arena as well. When Danny Green hits a bucket, cha-ching. Yeah. It's like the coin going into the slot machine. It's money. Money Green. 
it's 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 very easy. It's yes. a very easy play on words, but if you've been listening to me over the years, it's right up my alley. Indeed. Danny Green with a big 13-point performance, and look, when the three-point shot wasn't dropping, a guy who did make them late on was Mr. Danny Green. 13 points on the night. He was tired post-game when he joined Paul Jones and Sherman Hamilton, but well worth it. A 131-128 overtime victory for your Toronto Raptors here tonight. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you inside the Scotiabank Arena. Fans got their money's worth tonight. If you're down here inside the joint, let us know what it was like from your perspective. And we're asking you, this Raptors team, how close are they? To the Golden State Warriors. Are they within touching distance? Because tonight, uh, the Warriors took the wraps to overtime. Yes, it took 51 points from Kevin Durant. But no Curry, no Green. Still an overtime performance. Um, or is it the fact that the Warriors are the only t- team that can beat the Golden State Warriors? 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. And toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Like, when, when Steph Curry... And Draymond Green and potentially Boogie Cousins whenever he's going to return, which is going to be in the not-so-distant future. Durant's not going to have to be relied upon that heavily, which makes Golden State scary good just in a different way, where one player doesn't need to take over the game and strengthen numbers. No, exactly. And that's the beauty of that team where there's four guys on the floor who can do so much in so many different ways that they're not relied to be the superstars they are are if they were in different situations like – you know, imagine Clay Thompson on a different team where he was the main guy. What would he be able to do? So the fact that they're so diverse uh, and work so well both ways on the ball and have done it all, been in the championships, have a great coach, and have a system in place makes them really, really hard to beat. The other riddles, how does DeMarcus Cousins fit in with this team? Well, no kidding. And, so. and um, my, my instinct would be pretty damn good if he's going to be a rebounder, just going to be another player that could hit open shots. Right. Um, intriguing to say the least. Like tonight – doesn't matter much for the Warriors. I think it meant way more to the Toronto Raptors, even though they won't say it. It's part of a process, but an important step in the right direction. Well, I think Josh Lewenberg coined it perfectly in the pregame show. Where it's a lose-lose situation for the Raptors. If they, lose, if they win, it's like the Warriors weren't healthy. If they lose, this team isn't good enough yet. But they won. So we but take- I'll say this. Never mind the Warriors not being healthy. It just shows you that first-quarter Raptors, you take that – any day of the week. That was near perfection, but the rest of it is a work in progress. Agreed. This team still has room to get better, and the process is nowhere near complete. Yeah. So, I mean, the first quarter was, was phenomenal, but watching it and reveling it, you know it's not sustainable. And the, th- the key is they got to find a middle ground between how they play in the first quarter and the rest of the game. Ready to go to the phone lines? Let's do it. They are lit up like a Christmas tree, as they should on this Thursday night special, or as I like to call it, Friday Junior. Let's go to Jevin in Toronto. Jevin, you're batting leadoff here. What would you think about the game tonight? Hey, how's it going, man? First first time caller. I'm, I'm actually calling from uh, from Calgary, so uh, oh, giving, right giving Toronto. Yeah, giving Toronto some love right now. Uh, I started I started watching the game quite a bit last year. Um, you know, before Casey got tra- uh, sent out uh, after after we made a, a strong playoff run, I thought, and just ran into the Cavs again. Um, and I've just been following you guys. You know, all year watching every game, and and Teal's fun to watch. And I just I wanted to touch on uh, you know rebounding. I, I felt in yep. the fourth quarter. Uh, we kind of we scrambled at our own net, so when we had the ability to to, to kind of uh, retrieve the ball probably three times in a row, uh, we just kind of were jumping around aimlessly, and I I, fi- I thought we could have got the ball, 
and uh, and, and we could have prevented them getting a, another two-point shot. And it could have been a four-point swing. Um, so that that was kind of tough to watch. And, and I just thought JV, uh, I mean, he, sometimes he plays a bit awkward and his coordination isn't, isn't I, I don't think, the strongest uh, among players that are that are seven feet taller and over, from my opinion. But I just felt he slowed down our momentum tonight. And he's been playing well this season, but he just, yeah, I felt he slowed us down. I think Nurse uh, maybe should have considered playing Ibaka a little bit more. Uh, he, he was still shooting his, his fadeaways uh, right, side, right outside the perimeter well. I think they could have played him and kept us the momentum a, a, little, bit, a little bit longer. Uh, I think that was a key in, in their, their big runs coming back. And, I mean, Kyle missed a couple, you know, normal three-point shots that he would make. And, uh, and I mean, we need more out of DeLon and, uh, and, and, and C.J. Miles. I mean, those guys got to show up uh, if, we, if we have a chance of, of making it past the second round this year. And I, and I just wanted to touch on, uh, you know, on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you know, I'm a Calgarian, and, and you know, I, I would love for Kawhi to stay in, in, in Canada. Sure. And uh, and I'm sick of the U.S. people make, making media articles about him going to Clippers or or going to L.A. I mean, this guy this guy could be the the face of Toronto, and he could be the face of, of Canada, and he could get endorsement deals because he's the face of Canada and the face of Toronto. And I'm I'm just sick and tired of, of people speculating that he's gonna he's gonna go anywhere. I mean, you guys are you guys are the best in the league, and uh, playing strong. I mean, Kevin Durant's not gonna put up 51 points every night. Uh, Curry was out, Green was out. I get that, but uh, yeah. normally he's he's not going to put up that many points. So, yeah. and Kyle's not going to miss his standard three. Jevin, Jevin, I got to Jay- cut. I got, Jevin, I got to cut you off. I got other callers to get to, but yeah, I, no, no thank worries. Anyway, uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I absolutely love. I just want to rattle off, and thanks a lot for the call. <laughs> I, lo- I love the passion. I, I want I want to get to some of what you had to say there, and let's start with the rebounding, Dwayne, because you shared the numbers: seventeen offensive rebounds for the Golden State Warriors. When they're playing offense like that, it requires sometimes for the defensive player to overcommit, and they're almost drawn out of position for some long rebounds. And a lot of those uh, offensive boards came from long rebounds. Was there anything fundamentally flawed about the Raptors? Were they not boxing out, or were some of them just dumb luck? I mean, yeah, I think boxing is a concern. Obviously, when you have long rebounds, if there was a number of long rebounds that went over everyone's head right to the offensive guy, fine. But um, you know this team takes a lot of threes. They took a lot of shots, and you know when they're caught in the middle watching the ball, and the ball goes over, they they weren't they weren't boxing enough. I feel, and there were just too many opportunities when the games were that close. The Warriors had the momentum, and they wanted it more. The Raptors had to buckle down and do a better job boxing out, because um, be, and also this team isn't a strong rebounding team really, and I think a lot of them are on the perimeter, even on the offensive side, so not in the point paint. Um, I've had Serge play well tonight. He played 37 minutes. I don't know if Coach. Coachers could have played him more. JB was the only guy in the second unit who gave this team well, some Well, there, were, there was that run in the second quarter. It looked like the pace was too fast for JV, but that's yeah. not all on Valanciunas because OG and Anobi simply just couldn't hit water if he yeah. fell out of a boat tonight. Yep. Yeah. He just, he, like, he had so many open three-point Open threes. Like, it was OG and no three tonight rather than Anobi. He was one of six from yeah. distance. and. It got to the point where the Warriors were just completely retreating off and yep. saying, you take that shot. Yeah. He's got to be able to hit that jump shot. And he has shown that he can do it in the past. Exactly, and that's the thing. So when you get those open looks, and then I think it starts playing in your head in terms of, like, i got to be able to knock this shot down, especially when the defense isn't giving the respect to, to go out and challenge him. But those are shots he, ma- he has to make, and those are shots, like you said, he has made in the past, and that's key for this team. Right, and, and just, just finally, just if you're reading Kawhi's stories about him going else don't no one knows nobody nobody 
And do you think it affects Kawhi Leonard? Not no. a chance. Nothing faces that guy. So there's going to be speculation. If it bothers you, just ignore. Block. Get rid of it. It's it's fiction. It's fake news. Well, the funny thing of all this is the, the same thing happened with Kawhi last year. Like, it's the whole last year. Of like, where's he going to go? What does he want to do? Where does he want to be? And no one knew. So just ride it out. This team's success, I think, is going to define his destination for sure. Dennis in Toronto, you're next up. What's happening, Dennis? How close are the Raps to hitting the same level as the Golden State Warriors? Listen, 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 listen. Let me, let, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. I just came from the game, all right? I saw this thing live, all right? That's all right. We are one piece away from being the Golden State Warriors. As of right now, we have Kyle Lowry, we have Kawhi Leonard, we have Ibaka. Those are three people who could potentially be all-stars. Now, I want to ask you guys something. Who, who would you put ahead of Pascal Siakam in the East? for an an all-star ballot. I think this year, Pascal is an all-star. And if he's not an all-star, then he got snubbed. Okay, then then if you say the Raptors are one piece away, Dennis, what is that piece? If the Raptors have four players who, in your estimation, can play at that level, what is that one piece that the Raptors need? It's, 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 it's a tricky, it's a tricky question. And it's, um, it's the right question. But, um, you know, I honestly, I love JV and what he does for the team and how Nick Nurse uses the two centers. It's, it's, it's amazing. He's, Nick Nurse, in my, co- in, in, my, in my point of view, is the new Brad Stevens, all right? This is, he, he's, he is so, just so forward, so forward thinking. He reminds he'd, me of a he'd, 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 he'd appreciate that, too, because he's older than both those guys. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Nick, Nick Nurse is a fucking genius. Well, th- thanks for the call, Dennis. Uh, hopefully we drop that off. I love, again, I, lo- I, I love, love the passion, the passion, man, of course. In, in terms of all-stars in the East, you just got to go through the teams. Giannis and Middleton. Yep. And then the Sixers are going to have Butler and Embiid yep. and then potentially Simmons. Oladipo hasn't been healthy, so that's TBD. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, Kemba Walker. Drummond. Drummond. Uh Horford, and maybe this, a Tatum. And, and this Irving. isn't a knock on Pascal because I think he's having a phenomenal season, but I think it's also tough for them to give four guys yes. from this Raptors team as all-stars. Well, it, it's two and then maybe, maybe. Like Kusevich has been real good in Orlando. So, look, this team doesn't care about all-star nods right now. Everyone yeah. likes what they see from Siakam. It's about the greater good and the team first. But those are just some of the names who are shining and starring right now. And if you were to add one more piece, where would it be, Dwayne? Because I look at this team, I think they got it. Just the, the bench players who played so well last year need to step it up. Yeah, I mean... It's internal I th- growth, isn't I it? Think, I think the key thing with this team is, I mean, of course you'd like to add a piece, but you'd have to add a piece and give something up because you're not going to get, even if you say three-point shooting, Kyle Korver's not going to fall out of the sky without a price. So I think I like the chemistry. I like... One thing with CJ, team, right? CJ's got the three-point shoot. He's yeah. got to be that guy. But one thing with this team is role definition. Everyone understands their role. Like Fred VanVleet could be a starting point guard in the NBA somewhere else, but he doesn't act like he's here. He fits his role. And I think Pascal Siakam knows he's having a great season. He's not like, I need to get more touches. I got to get my shot off. Everyone plays their position. Sometimes some guys on the bench we're talking about haven't done it to a, role, a standard that we'd like, but they know where they fit in. Uh, let's slide in another call. Uh, Danny from Toronto. Let's keep it clean, Danny. Sounds good, buddy? 
Hey, yeah, we were at the game, <laughs> and it was like a playoff atmosphere yeah. at the game. Unbelievable experience. The game went to overtime. My seven-year-old would scream. He was so happy. An amazing experience. <laughs> but, you know, Gareth, you, Gareth, you asked about whether or not this game is a benchmark for us against Golden State. We didn't have the usual Lowry. In the same way they didn't have Steph and, and, and Boogie uh, and, and, and Green, Lowry wasn't himself. I, I was looking at his numbers throughout the whole game. He had six points, eight points. Maybe what did he get to, 10 or 12 by the end? He was, yeah, he, he was shaky by the end, passing up open threes that he, that he feasted on. And he was just giving them up. Like, like, like he would, I don't know if you noticed the stutter step that he took, and then, and then he didn't take that open three near the end. Yeah. Like we didn't have the usual, the usual Lowry, so our team wasn't as complete. OG wasn't playing well. Like we didn't but, have Danny, Danny, Danny let, me ask, let me ask you this, Danny, because we know what Kyle Lowry generally does over the regular season. Didn't that have shades of playoff Lowry? Like, like really a guy that, for whatever reason loses his confidence in his jump shot, kind of defers a little bit too much. Because on a night like this, in fairness, when he looks across the other court and he's staring in the eyes of Quinn Cook, he should say, yeah, I'm going to get my other teammates involved, but I'm going to feast. I'm going to go to town. And he simply didn't do that tonight. And that just spins me back to what this team has looked like in the playoffs. And the thing that was different tonight, Danny, on top of that is, is instead of just relying on Lowry, you would Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green to pick up the slack and play with a little confidence. They did. If you heard that press conference with Lowry before, and I don't know if you guys talked about it, yeah, I, we think did. He got in, I think he got in his own head tonight, and he couldn't get out of his own way to treat this game as, as what it was, which was special, and he, and he let himself down, and, and, and he, he outsmarted himself for tonight's game by treating it, by trying to, to play games with the media and, and not act like his usual self, and I think uh, I think he's going to have to do a bit of soul searching, and uh, and see what he kind of what, what he was tonight, and uh, and and refine that game in the big moments and, and prove that he's the big moment guy that we know he can be. Good stuff, Danny. Appreciate the phone call, uh, Dwayne. After he did pass up that three point shot, like about a minute later, he had a corner three. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And then he had that swipe at the end of the game on yeah. the steal. Like, so you know those moments are there. And I thought he was great in the first quarter. He yeah. set the tone. But then it's kind of like, uh, foot off the pedal a little bit. Then he maybe he's right. He gets in his own head a little bit. I don't like. I he just needs to be that alpha throughout the entire 48 plus minutes and i continue thing, to that, repeat that, myself it's on something this. we've said and i think you're right i think when you look at the starting lineup and you see quinn cook you're like a shack would say barbecue chicken like let's go to work i'm gonna get mine tonight against a guy let's go at that and he's got to go he has to go because he has the best most advantageous matchup on the floor for his team not that he's got to be selfish and hog it but no one is going to fault him for taking exploiting a matchup that's what basketball is all about so he has to be a, a bit more of a guy but he's a guy who can shake it off and, and find it the next game but he could have been better tonight for sure. I got Kevin, I got Andrew, and others coming up next. The post-game phone-in, well, you know, we're kind of going R-rated a little bit, which I generally don't mind, but my bosses are probably not as cool as you and I, Dwayne. 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050, toll-free at 1-855-591-6876. Your thoughts on a big night here at the Scotiabank Arena, a 131-128 overtime victory. Uh, call in now if you want to have your say on national radio. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. What were you doing in 2014, Dwayne Watson? All I know is I had a whole lot less white in my beard. 
I was I was a handsome young man back in the day, and that was the last time that the Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors. That streak is snapped tonight with the 131-128 overtime victory. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Back to the phone lines we go. Kevin in the Brampton, the great city of Brampton. Uh, how close are the Raptors to knocking on the Golden State Warriors' door and getting to that level, Kevin? We're, 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 a, we're a Kawhi closer because we snapped the losing streak. Like, I know you, can't get, you can't get big on a win in November, but, you know, as a Raptors fan, we like to see streaks from 2014 gone, right, by 2018, right, you know? Yeah, well, like, yeah, it's a long overdue, let's put it that way. Absolutely. Gareth and Dwayne, I love the passion that you guys give. It's a first-time caller, so I'm very excited to just discuss a positive thing for our city, right? Cheers, you know? absolutely. Nice. I think that uh, after tonight, uh, we are definitely on the big stage, right, regardless of who was on the court or not, right? You know, And uh, simply put, I think uh, Kawhi's presence, with, along with Danny Green on defense, it just steadies us because, like, in years past, no offense to our rosters, right, I felt that uh, when we missed the shot, they would be two down, and then these little six-point, seven-point runs can, like, you know, push a game out of hand, right? Mm-hmm. For the see, team that, uh, see, see, Kevin, let me ask you this, because, yes, they're on the map. The Raptors are at, they're 19-4, and four, best record in the NBA, but our pre-game guest in Nick Friedel, uh, ESPN, he covers the Warriors, travels with them, he covers the team. After seeing this tonight, he's like, still, it remains the same. The only team that can beat the Warriors is the Warriors. Are you buying that? Uh, absolutely not, because I believe that there are at least three three teams in the East, right, that, that could definitely threaten that, if not more, right? Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston going into the season, right? Like, you know, so there's definitely, let's go Raptors for 2018, because this could be, <laughs> you know, so, so much time right. this, you know? Good stuff, Kevin. I love the positivity. Thanks for the kind words. All right. He, he believes that not only the Raps, but the Celtics in Milwaukee can challenge the Warriors. I just, based upon tonight, do I think that this roster, this team, has the ability to close the gap when Steph and Draymond and Boogie are in there? Yeah, sure they do, but there's work to be done. They're nowhere near there yet. Yeah, I think um, everyone's seen a lot of cracks in the armor with the, with the Warriors this season in terms of injuries, in terms of the adversity, and they don't look like the, undefe- undefe- you know, the undefeatable team we've seen the last, last few years. But I still look at this team, if they're healthy, we know what they're like, and they're a very hard team to beat. I think the Raptors are definitely a lot closer than they've been to this Warriors team. But I think we still have to see more. Like, there's still layers to this Warriors team. We know what the Warriors can do. There's still layers to this Raptors team in terms of how they really jolly can come together. Forget about Wake Up Woodbridge. What's up, Woodbridge? And Andrew, welcome to the postgame show. Your thoughts, Andrew? Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> awesome. Hey. It's been, <laughs> it, 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 it's been good listening to all these calls. I've never, I've never heard a cuss word on public radio before. But uh, <laughs> you're welcome. That's free of charge. Okay. Hey, that, that was, uh, that was something. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't think the Raptors are there yet. Um, and I really do believe, and I love the Raptors. I'm a huge fan. I think Kawhi Leonard is at his best as a top three talent in the game. I don't know if he's there at this moment, but he is at his best. He's a top three talent in the game. But that being said, don't forget that all the people sitting on the bench for uh, for uh, Golden State, and we're not even talking about Boogie Cousins yet. So by, yeah. the, by the time they get to the playoffs, I don't know who's going to stop them except themselves. That being said, I think we're closer than we look tonight because you got guys, like in my fantasy team, I picked up Freddie V for because I thought he could shoot these threes. And where was he tonight, right? Kyle yeah. wasn't great until he hit until he hit OT. He looked good in OT, which was awesome. And if there's one thing I can take away 
that is that at least they, they don't get wrecked in the closing out games, tight games, and they did that tonight. So that was a big thing. But uh, one last comment uh, regarding Kawhi Leonard, just because I keep hearing everyone talk about Kawhi going to L.A., this and that. I have no doubt that Kawhi would love to play in L.A., but at the same time, how do you leave $50 million on the table five years on a winning team? Like, I, I, don't, I don't see how you just, you just get up and go. It just, it's a good thing here in Toronto. Right? Andrew, Andrew, let me say this. I don't want Raptors fans to pick up and catch a case of Toronto Maple Leafs fan syndrome. And do you know what that is? The inability to enjoy what it is in the moment and keep on projecting forward. Like when when it comes to Nylander's contract and Matthew's contract, Marner's contract, leave it alone. Your team is winning. 19-4, and I'm living and dying with this team right now. And thus far, so far, so good with Kawhi Leonard here in Toronto. So let's just let it be and experience this season right now. And then we'll move on from that in the not so distant yeah, future, I mean, right? Like we got to worry. Now's not the time. We got to worry about what we can control. And right now, it's about enjoy, like what this team is doing on the floor. Like there's nothing that you and I can do. We don't know what he's thinking. Just focus on these games. This team is the best team right now that we've ever seen. And they just beat a team they haven't beaten in forever. These are high the times in this city. There's no need to fret. There's no need to worry. Um, let it play out. Yeah. Let, let it play out. And if we're going to talk Kawhi Leonard, this is what I prefer to talk about, Dwayne, that as good as Kawhi Leonard was. And he was great tonight. 37 points, a number of steals, eight rebounds. Best player on the, for, the, for the Raptors tonight, no yep. doubt. Let's just make it official right now. We're going to make him our two-for-one pizza player of the game. It's Kawhi Leonard after that 37-point performance. Player of the game brought to you by two-for-one. Get a large three-topping pizza with their deep, cheesy garlic loaf for $17.99. It's delicious. Trust me, call two-for-one, oh, two-for-one. But even he is still a work in progress. Yeah. The one thing I don't like when it comes to Kawhi as in those late game moments, it's Kawhi Leonard ISO show. It's like I'm watching uh, De Kawhi <laughs> De Leonard <laughs> out there. Like seriously, a little bit of ball movement at some high screens. Like he's dribbling a little bit too much. So I still think that there's room for Kawhi to be even better. As much as I like to disagree with you, you're 100 percent right. And I think you know Kawhi's ability to score on the pull up, to beat people off the dribble, to finish with contact strong, um, but. You know, we're like seven or eight dribbles before a play's happening. I think that is the old Raptors basketball. And, of course, that's the key. He's still fighting his flow with the offense and the fact that he's the ability to do that. But not that I'm comparing the Spurs to the Raptors, but I don't recall seeing a lot of that with the Spurs. I mean, I'm not saying that Kawhi wasn't getting his. It's in the manner of how he's getting his. Right. Um, let's take one more caller really quick. Ray, you're going to bring us home tonight in terms of our callers. Ray from Richmond Hill. Where do you want to go with this, Ray? Hey, look, and I, here, here, here's where I want to go. It's November 30th. Uh, you know, I don't believe in saving games, but you know what? As a basketball fan, uh, basketball is my, my favorite sport, and, like, the display we saw tonight, that's why basketball, I guess I'm biased, is the best game in the world. Look, at we, whether you watched it live or you watched it on the TV tonight or you listened to it on the radio, like, this was great entertainment tonight, right? It was oh, absolutely yeah. fantastic entertainment. And if these two teams meet in June, hey, man, it, Bring it on. You know what? As long as the Raptors get there, 
uh, you know what? I'm happy. You know, I'm a happy camper. But I got to say, like tonight, oh my God, what you know, like Kevin Durant, some of those shots, like he was like, unconscious for God's sakes. And you know, like I agree with a lot of you know a lot of experts, a lot of basketball guys. Look, at, I'm in my 60s. I've been following basketball since the early 70s when the Buffalo Braves came uh, uh, came on board. So I've been following basketball for a long time. And you know, I agree with everybody. Like the only team that could beat uh, Golden State is Golden State themselves. You know, let's be honest with this. But still, the Raptors are the best team in the East. You know, they got room for improvement uh, from their bench. Uh, they're going to get better. You know, I, I'm never going to put down Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's always been the heart and soul in this basketball club. And, uh, he sh- you know, sh- you know, your shots fall. Sometimes they fall. Sometimes they don't. You know, and that's life, you know. But it was a great game tonight. You know, my only thing, I, you know, down the road in February, uh, closer to trade deadline, you, you can never have enough shooters. So if the Raptors yeah. need one thing, uh, one more shooter, like sometime in February, would be fantastic. But otherwise, you know, the team's playing great. The bench is going to get better. Hey, I'm not concerned. Uh, you know what? Hey, let's enjoy the ride. And, uh, you know, for all these people, Kyle, oh, my God, I'm worried about Kawhi. I, I don't even think about that. I yeah. remember when Babcock was a GM, when this team was a mess. It was a joke. And let's just enjoy this ride. What happens on July 1st happens on July 1st. Up until then, hey, just people chill out, enjoy the ride. It's 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 the best basketball we've ever seen in this market. So just enjoy it. Have a great time, and that's it. Well said, Ray. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, we already stated our yep. point on that. Uh, yes, I think we both were nodding. Another shooter would would really would be help fantastic. this team. Exactly. Or I don't know. I mean, the CJ find a stride. I mean, that's the key. It's like they need this guy. And to be- Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Those two guys need to find it. And you're right. Like I feel like you need to go home and have a drink tonight because. I'm exhausted yeah. from what played out. That was awesome. What a great way to start the weekend. I'm calling this Friday, Junior. A great way. But to everything start the you weekend. could have expected or hoped for in this matchup. You get overtime. You get a great performance by Kawhi. You get a great performance by, by KD. And it goes down overtime, and the team steps up and closes out. And that's perfect. And, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, every win counts 19 and 4 lock up home court advantage in the lebronless eastern conference that's what you got to do and the raptors looking good atop the east you'll hear from kevin Durant next and we'll wrap up shop from here inside the scotiabank arena gareth wheeler alongside Dwayne sweets watson raptors win and this is the post game show on tsn 1050 because uh, my only focus is, like I said, just being the best version of me that I can each possession on both ends. And uh, once you just focus on that, you get lost in the game and uh, makes or misses or turnovers or mistakes. Uh, it don't matter. Just move on to the next play. Try not to have as, as, as try not to have a lot of mistakes, but if you do have one, just move on. The voice of KD, Kevin Durant, 51 points. He had 49 his last time out. Joining the Century Club. I love the Century Club, by the way. Best player in the NBA right now, Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. What do you think, Sweets? Right now, yeah. He's, he's picking up the slack for these guys. I mean, he had 40 points the other night. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's carrying this team. That was incredible what we saw tonight. Like, that shot to tie it at 119 apiece, there was literally nothing more that Kawhi Leonard could have done. Nothing. And I, and I feel like fans inside this building – Instead of being angry or frustrated, people were just in awe. They were yeah. blown away by what he did there. You had to give to him the confidence that he had in his shot to make that. I mean, you thought he was going to the basket. He stepped back for a step back three in the corner with Kawhi closing on him and knocked it down to send the game overtime. That's big hoops. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say this. Kevin Durant is a lock for your NBA Western Conference Player of the Week. You cool with that? 
Yeah, definitely. Hey, he could be captain for all we know. Uh, next up for the Toronto Raptors, uh, Saturday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Something tells me it will not be like what we saw here tonight. Some, some pretty, pretty much the opposite. Yeah. Uh, our next broadcast right here on this station, the post, the best post-game show going, as I pat myself on the back, Ella Barry Horowitz, will be Wednesday night, and the Philadelphia 76ers are in town. An hour pregame show and 8 p.m. tips. I'll so, do one better. The best pregame show in town. Ooh, never thought about that. I think our, I think much like the Raptors, our pregame show still a work in progress. Our postgame show, though, on Solid. point. Uh, great stuff tonight, Dwayne. That was Yourself a whole well. lot of fun. It was good. It was great. Great game. At Dwayne Watson, Mr. Toronto Basketball. Thanks to Champagne, Stevie, Keith Bauer down here at the Scotiabank Arena. Great call, as always, from Paul Jones and Sherman Hamilton. And thanks to Tyler Hunt and Natasha Shivraj. Back at Raptors Control. On behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050, I am Gareth Wheeler. Raptors win in overtime. And enjoy the rest of your night, Toronto.